0: Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, exercise physiologist and donut lover, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, since cold and flu and even COVID season is approaching rapidly... I looked at some ways that you can naturally improve your immune system to help keep you from getting one of these diseases. So, if you want to stay healthier, you might want to check out last week's podcast. This week, I'm going to look at two of the big reasons that people say they don't want to start exercising, and that is muscle soreness and muscle cramps. Now, an interesting thing about both of these conditions is we really don't know exactly what causes them. There's lots of different theories and probably it's a combination of those theories as to what actually causes it. Just a quick side note, I was at a conference and I went to a session called what to do or what causes muscle cramps and they spent 2 hours telling me they don't know what causes muscle cramps. So, I'm going to kind of boil it down and not concentrate as much on what causes it, but on what you can do to prevent it or to treat it if you do have them. So let's start with muscle soreness. We do know that muscle soreness is caused by some damage to the muscle cells, and then there's inflammation that comes from that, and then there's changes in the enzymes that act inside the muscle. So all of those combined together in some way, shape, or form cause muscle soreness. You usually get muscle soreness after you do something that you're not used to doing. Either it's a new kind of exercise or you've bumped up the intensity or something like that, that you end up with muscle soreness. It usually hits about 24 hours after and continues for a couple of days. Um, For some people, it's just annoying. For some people, it's basically debilitating. So the annoying, it's okay. The debilitating, we want to do something about that. The number one treatment for it seems to be the use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. The problem is a lot of those don't provide any kind of relief. In studies, 60% of people didn't get relief from taking NSAIDs for muscle soreness. So, if the pain relievers aren't going to help us that much, and they may. If they help you, great. Take them. They're fine. Um... Let's uh, figure out what we can do to prevent the muscle soreness. The most helpful things is a really good warm-up before you exercise. Now, it's interesting. We always say that you need to warm up and you need to cool down. They found that the cool down really doesn't prevent muscle soreness, but the warm-up really does prevent the muscle soreness. When you're doing a warm-up, you might want to consider doing a percussion massager, a foam roller, or if you could, a massage before your exercise and after your exercise because those things will help to reduce your muscle soreness. One of the next things is a hot water massage, um, like if you've got a hot tub or you've got a jacuzzi tub or something like that. Those help. If you don't have those, just a plain old heating pad will definitely help to reduce your muscle soreness. If you don't like heat, ice is a very good uh, thing to help cut down on your muscle soreness. The protocol that they recommended, now to me this sounds absolutely horrible because I would prefer the, the hot tub, but it says you put ice on the affected area for 15 minutes immediately after exercise and then 15 minutes every 12 hours for a total of 7 times. Now if you've got total body soreness, that would involve getting in a tub of ice water every uh, 12 hours at 15 minutes of a time. And that's probably not going to happen. But if you know that you've worked your arms out a little bit more that day and you want to use ice on your biceps, that's probably a good idea. Another thing is a compression garment. Uh, You can buy compression socks. You can buy all kinds of different compression sleeves. So if you know you can put a compression sleeve or some kind of compression on the affected area um, and just leave it on for a day or two, that helps. Now, If you've got muscle soreness, what do you do? Well, one of the things is light exercise reduces muscle soreness much more than just rest. So if you've got muscle soreness, don't avoid moving it. The more you move the muscle lightly, I mean, don't go out and do another heavy workout, but if you do light workout, it's going to help you more than resting. And also it's been shown that supplementations with vitamins C and E, or with the supplement of curcumin, have been shown to reduce the incidence of muscle soreness. Now, I'm not going to tell you the amounts to use here. Uh, That's something you can look up. You can talk with a doctor, a nutritionist, whatever, but I'm not going to give that kind of medical advice on a podcast. Okay, so that's some of the things you can do if you have muscle soreness. But what if it goes to the level of having a cramp? Now, most of us at one point or another have had a cramp. Um, They just hit you all of a sudden. They're very painful. They're kind of debilitating. Um, I know a lot of us wake up in the middle of the night with a leg cramp or a cramp somewhere. So what do we do about it? Well, first, like I have said, we don't know for sure what causes it. There's a lot of different things that they think cause it. And probably it just depends on you or the cramp. Um, Dehydration is one of the things that they think causes it, Um, uh, electrolyte imbalance, muscle damage. Those are all things that can cause cramps. So let's look at the things. First, stretching before you exercise or stretching before, if you have nocturnal cramps, you know, they wake you up at night, stretching before you go to bed. Matter of fact, I recommend a range of motion exercise or some rec- range of motion exercise daily, and that will help prevent your cramps some. Sports drinks, your Gatorade, um, there's a lot of them, you know what they are. The sports drinks, they help improve your hydration if, if dehydration is your problem. And they also help uh, do your electrolyte balance. It's kind of interesting that everybody says, well, if you're having cramps, you need to eat a banana because bananas are high in potassium. You need to eat more potassium. You need to eat more potassium. The studies that I looked at showed that potassium really doesn't have that much effect or if any effect on cramping unless you just happen to be clinically low in potassium and almost no one is clinically low in potassium. But there are some other things that either can cause your cramps to be more likely or more severe or less likely or more severe. So let's look at those. One of the things I found that was interesting is if you are on a low-carb diet, then you are much more likely to have exercise cramps and that's simply because you have to have ATP to get the muscle to relax and if your body can't produce the ATP as fast because it's having to use alternate energy sources that's going to cause more cramping. Now something else I thought was interesting is I've heard a lot of people say the old wives tale that mustard will help a cramp. And I had just kind of thought, well, that's kind of a strange thing, Um, because they also say that sleeping with a bar of soap in the bed with you will prevent a cramp. Bar of soap, not so much. However, it said that pepper, ginger, mustard, and cinnamon have all been shown to reduce the number and severity of cramps. In addition to that, uh, vinegar will help quickly relieve a cramp, and one of the main ingredients in Yala mustard is vinegar. Um, one thing stated that if you're having a cramp, drinking two and a half ounces of pickle juice, I said you can just drink vinegar, but vinegar is pretty nasty by itself. So if you like pickle juice, you can drink two and a half ounces of pickle juice or about two teaspoons of Yala mustard. Eat about two teaspoons of Yala mustard. And those will have enough acetic acid in them to help reduce the severity of the cramp or to stop the cramp. So those are some things that will help cut down on the, on the amount of cramps that you have or the severity of the cramps. But if you do have a cramp, you need to do something about it quick because they hurt. So the best things to do for a cramp are stretching the muscle that's cramping and contracting the opposing muscle. Um, those are the two best things for getting a cramp to relieve. And, you know, of us, well, I don't know what the opposing muscle is. Um, if it's a leg cramp, just walk. The You have to use all the muscles in your leg to walk. So you'll use the opposing muscle. That's why I say to walk off the cramp. Um, or you can stretch out the cramp. If it's in your arm, just kind of flex your arm around. Um, those things will reduce the severity of the cramp. If you do these things and lower your muscle soreness and lower your cramps that you have, that will definitely make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.